Hey guys, it's Paul Craig here uh, in London, live in room service diaries. I'm going to see what the guys have got to say. You know that top vlog, Arnold Allen? Ah, he's actually a good guy. Good kid, he said nice things about you. Yeah. Yeah. Morning Combat's one of these things, it's like a... It's been getting bigger and bigger and bigger now. It's like probably the best MMA combat sports podcast. Are you on mushrooms as well? So an interview in the hotel room. It's a bit weird, but the guys asked me to come into their room, and I'm ex half expecting it to be get on your knees and suck this. I've seen people complain about sitting in the train going backwards. It doesn't bother me. Let's say uh, get down. Let's see. I think they they've got a few. I think they want to. Haul me over some coal, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Let's get going. I don't even need to do a proper intro, I guess, do I? I he, mean, He's already proving that he belongs He's already proven he belongs. Right? Uh, it's UFC light heavyweight Paul Craig from the great country of Scotland. <laughs> you, How are you, you Paul? You bear Jew motherfucker, and that's not anti-Semitic. How do you get away with that nickname? I know yeah, how'd you get away? Well, the first time I heard it, I'm like, well, this Jewish man from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Jewish men uh, from have Scotland. You, have, you, have you seen me my, my hair growing? So with my hair growing, I have... It was, a, it was like a big mane, almost. It's like a proper Jufro. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I know, like, so quite a lot of people have messaged me that and been like, um, how, how are you allowed to use this name? I'm like, because it's not really... I'm, I'm not really offending anybody with it, am I? And, like, if you think about the film Inglorious Bastards, like, this guy's a hero. Yeah, he's murdering he's, Nazis. Aye, aye, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. a guy, so um, I've not fought any German shit, and that, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's really negative, isn't it? Like, but um, I'll represent when I do. Oh shit! Star David on the trunks. Oh, we can't because of venom. Those motherfuckers. You right. Know? Yeah, that's unless, also a little much. Unless you're allowed, <laughs> unless you're allowed um, the camel, yes. the camel the just camo, just yes. have my shorts. Just Star of David's everywhere. Uh, Paul, let's get it out of the way. Uh, your last fight didn't go your way. Last two fights. Let's 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 kick me when I'm down. Uh, sorry about that. The How you feel? Rosemir decision and right. then the Johnny Walker finish. I was. Rosemir one was competitive though. I was pulling uh, for you, you know. So the, the Walker one just kind of got away from you, huh? Uh, so the, if we go back to the Rosemir, what had happened was I, I was in a bit of a shitty spot with regards to I had moved gym. I was actually trying to do it all on my own. Like being a professional athlete, like I can do this all on my own. Like so, I was. All my camp was done in my friend's shed, who's got, he's built a purpose gym out his back, which is like Matty, then we were doing everything in there. I had training partners, still working with all the same guys, just not my coach, and it just didn't happen. And I didn't have somebody to tell me, stop fucking trying to pull guard, like, get off your back, and um, just wasn't my night. But I, there was, when I watched the fight back, there was some elements where I'm like, right, there's some positives to take away from that. You lost the fight through the judges' eyes, you were beat, but you weren't actually absolutely smashed. It wasn't a point where I was like, ah, Paul, you're out of your depth here. And then we go to Johnny Walker, leading into that fight camp. I've started working with a new team, guys at higher level Scotland, where Stevie Ray fought there, or fights out of there, um, who's fighting for the PFL, million pound again, he was in sure. the final last year. I've got uh, Danny Henry, who's a UFC fighter. So there's loads of guys in that gym, good high level Scottish athletes. And, um, same again, when you get hit with a train, everybody's got a plan till the guy standing in front of you smashes into your face with a big fist. But in my head, I had him beat everywhere. Jiu-Jitsu, I was like, I'm going to smash that. Striking, I'm going to beat that as well. Creepy dancing in the prep point, I don't think you could yeah, do yeah, no, yeah, that. Yeah, gyration of your crotch, you would lose that battle. Nah, definitely, man. He's, uh, so, Johnny Walker actually stayed up in Scotland for a brief period of time. He stayed sure. up in Aberdeen, like right up the north of Scotland, and he just shagged his way through Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> like there must be about thirty kids up there that's his. Like I'm probably starting rumours, but he, he did stay up there and uh, the rumours about the town was he was a bit of a bit of a boy. 
So yeah. I take my half to him, like. Yeah. So I take my half. Luke's brother-in-law is like that. He yeah. he visits and he God just bless him. Just <laughs> laying pipe, you know, everywhere. Just that's happens. what happens. Hey, you got you got, you got to respect that. You got to respect that. You got to pay, pass on their genes. Well, I mean, I don't know if I have to respect it as much as I can be <laughs> jealous of it. But uh. <laughs> all right, can we say if we settled first the two defeats you have? We, people say that we take defeats on pronouncing your name just because we're American pieces what's, of shit. When it? I see your name, I'm like, oh, Paul Craig, I like that guy. And people are like, why can't it's we say Craig. Paul Craig? What's wrong with have you? Have you heard them John Annex in it? Hey, like, Craig. So, I, so I actually, I said to him, it was like, no, I was like, you need to roll the R because like the Scots roll the R. The Scots, and the Scots, and then, and then Hispanic uh, yeah. language. That it they roll sounds the really R's. like, see, when it comes to like Hispanic, it sounds really fancy. A French, French roll the R's as well, like bonjour. Like it sounds really nice, but when Scottish do it, it's like bonjour. It sounds really aggressive. Like we're starting trying to start a fight. Um, so I, it's a very guttural language. So if you draw the R, John Anik, think John Anik. Paul Craig. So it's Paul Craig. 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 No, that's the back of the throat. Aye, aye, that's, that's like, you need oh. to clear that. You need to get, uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> rolling, I'm not used to having It's like Chewbacca. <laughs> it's like, uh, is that, that sound. Nah, that's good. So Chewbacca Craig, is so loyal. Craig. So Craig. fucking loyal, right? Craig. Right, the, the question Paul is, Craig. The, the only real big export that Scotland's ever had of, so we've got like fighters and we've got whiskey and all this kind of stuff, but it's Sean Connery. You must have a Sean Connery accent. Who, me? Uh, both of you must have a Sean Connery accent. You must have watched James Bond have been like... Well, I definitely saw him in Entrapment with uh, Catherine Zeta through the... Oh, through yeah. The, She's you know, Welsh, right? She has Welsh. She's yes, Welsh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, can I do a Sean Connery? I will tell you, the James Bond Sean Connery was obviously great. Uh, you've, have you seen the movie, The Rock? Oh, it's brilliant. It's meant oh, to be like a saying. What's, what's the, the line he says? Uh, you're best. Yeah, you're best. Yeah. And she's like... <laughs> I can't remember exactly, but it's like the, the, the prom. Winners cry about something, or the losers cry about something. Winners go home and fuck the prom, prom queen. queen. That's an absolutely oh, shit. tremendous. That's a it? very manly like response. He, like, Sean is an absolute legend, man. What, uh, what is the, his rep in, in Scotland? Uh, he's he's a guy, man. He's like Elvis or something, aye, aye. right? He's like Johnny Walker, just, just spraying. Just, 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 just plowing. Johnny Walker just yeah. blowing out. <laughs> but, um, I, think his, I think as soon as he made a bit of money, he was like, I'm out of here, man. I'm, I'm away to Brazil as well. He's just... he's. Scotland's um, very harsh we'll say it's constantly grey there's a thing called like sad where it's like seasonal onset depression oh yeah I got because, that in the like, Connecticut winters they're killing me because uh, it's, we're pretty much the same it's like we have like five hours of sunlight at the moment so you're up in Scotland it's slightly better down here but it's like dark by about three o'clock in the afternoon you're like what are we going to do you might get what's pissed the, what's yeah. the best city in Scotland Edinburgh no not even close man it's Glasgow uh, listen you go to so Edinburgh is your capital city, but it's a very English city when you compare it to Glasgow, which is a proper, yeah, proper it's yeah. proper, it was the knife, the knife crime crap, capital of Europe. That was knife crime, I translated for knife, knife crime capital of I Europe. I was just going to go through and be like, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> right, so yeah. it's like for like six years in the trot, we had the, the most knife crime in the whole of Europe. Yeah. Like I'm talking like there's places... That you don't even talk about in Europe, and we still had the best knife crime. Like yeah, you guys right. were like Albania. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. You Albania, wear that on your Romania. Side. What, like, we, like what all these you... like like war torn countries in Scotland's like nah. Yeah. We, we fucking represent. Yeah. Man. <laughs> if somebody's needing stabbed, we're your guy. So Glasgow's not nice. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. It's, tour, it's you definitely wouldn't be like a tourist there. In the same year, it was named like the city of culture as well as the knife crime knife crime capital. Yeah. So like to get both of them in the same year is yeah, that's that shows it's well. Like we wear that as a badge, like. But no, I, I love Scotland. That's why I've never, ever moved. I love going to America. I love all the places I've been. But there's something about people in Scotland. They kind of keep you... They keep you... See, if you think you're getting ahead of yourself and you think, oh, God, 
I'm a bit, I'm a bit big time. They're like, hi. Still be oh a fucking pish. That's Slap. the same thing Arnold Allen said about Suffolk and Ipswich the, on the shore. It's like he's like they'll never treat me like a celebrity there. I'm just. He said no one in his hometown cares what he does. At I know, all. Like, but listen, it's exactly the same. You're just another guy to them. Um, and Wales is very, very much similar to uh, Scotland. Um, we're, we're a small nation, and we've always been, we've always been getting battles for England. England, yeah. England have come up so many times to try and battle Scotland, and mm. and they back down, right? Right. All right. So in the, like. If I lined up a Welshman, an Irishman, a Scotsman, some bloke from the damn England, you'd be able to just look at them and know? Uh, you'd smell them. <laughs> no, is this racial profiling? Uh, is this definitely, I don't think it's racial. No, no. Right. It's like, um, so for years, um, you, you can definitely, speaking wise, you can definitely tell who's English. Yeah. Like years are known who's the enemy. It's not. <laughs> But um, I so you know we're the only country as well. In the same breath, we're the only country that shot themselves in independence. They offered Scotland independence, and Scotland voted like fifty-one percent, saying, "Nah, you're all right. We don't need independence." <laughs> like, like we shot it. We shot the bed, man. So like, we're, we're trying to get the vote like we'll again. deal with our own misery. It's fine. Aye, aye. We like, like, you just want to be a free country, and they're like. Nah, we kind of like being ruled by uh, England. I'm, I'm happy with that. Like, we actually <laughs> shot it, and it was all through. Um, like uh, religion, that's why they, they they never chose to go. They never chose to go independent through religion. Protestant and Catholic—that's the yeah, two main right. dominant. And for years, that's why the UK will never unite under my idea for UK plus, where we just all. Just, he calls. No, well, wait, wait, he calls UK plus. What he means is also Ireland. Ireland. And I'm like, I don't so, think the Irish. No, nah, the, the Irish. I just don't like being like. I don't think Andy likes being party in. It's like. The Irish don't want to be part of the UK. Scotland don't want to be, well, 51% of Scotland want to be part of, like, <laughs> ah, we're kind of all right. But um, it's, it's it's crazy. Like, in Glasgow, it's especially Glasgow, like, you've heard the old firm, like, Rangers and Celtic, yeah. soccer teams, they just battle over, it's nothing to do with football, it's to do with, uh, like, what side of the uh, religion you you follow. And even though they're, they're, they both ultimately believe the same things, just Protestants are like, ah, we can get married and... Really, to fuck like a wee bit more. Marines and Navy are talking shit about each other. You're all part of the same nah, you're military. Doing, you're, you're doing the same shit, man. Just, yeah. but are they? Uh, They're not. Which which side are you on, Rangers or Celtic? Uh, I, I can't tell you. Why? Because like the minute I say what side I'm on, oh knife crime! I forgot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm from I'm, I'm from a little town called uh, Airdrie, and they've got a football team, and they're absolutely pish. My daughter still. They're goes, absolutely what? Pish. What is that? Like uh, we need to learn the pish. slang. Yeah, like, teach me uh, some Scottish TP, slang. TP. Like, um, pish. We would say pish, like, to, to urinate. Uh, so we'd say that's pish. Is that piss? Are you saying piss right now? Piss, but it's with an S and an H. Pish. Oh, pish. Okay. Pish. pish. So you're like, that's fucking pish, man. You're pish. Aye. <laughs> Total pish. Uh, so we, we like, so the other words we like is uh, shite. Shite to, yeah. to, sh to shit. We, to shit, shite, yeah. That's fucking shite. Shite. Life's like you, you must have seen train spot, haven't you? It's like, yes, it's, yeah. it's fucking shite being Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one we know. That one uh, we know. Another one I seen Jared Butler try to say one because obviously he's fit early, you know, like he's he's Scottish and lineage, but he's now got a nice American accent and it was uh Boz. Boz, your Boz. B O Z. So we say it we a Z, but it's a W and an S. Boz meaning Boz. Boz, Boz like balls. Yeah. Your yeah. ball sack. 
That's what it comes Some with. chick outside was like, you, are you taking a piss on me? And I'm like, I, I thought R. Kelly got convicted. What, was, what like, accent you know, was that? Just, what yeah, accent was that? Good just, day again. You know. It's hard for Americans to do a good British accent. It's not I, I'm still easy. waiting in my Sean Connery voice. Sean Connery is very good. Could you do a Sean Connery please? Can you do it? I want you to hear uh, it. We're going to just go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> That's fucking good. <laughs> Hold on. Let me hear your American accent. Say, like, uh, I'm from New York City. Um, so, I'll give you an even better one. All right. Wait, how about... I had this watch up your ass for two years. <laughs> Is that Christopher Walken? It's Christopher Walken, man. Hey, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to It's a little Borat. The only other, only other accent I can do, and it, the only reason I, I, I've done it is because you can't understand Scottish, so it's a Arnold Schwarzenegger, and everybody always goes for the. Oh, oh. That's his hero yeah. in life. Schwarzenegger's my oh, hero. He's, he's an absolute, he's an absolute legend. Isn't he? If you got a picture of him, yeah, oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So my Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you'll be like, ah, it's, it's pish, but it's um, it's. Oh, you got to do it. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. You grab the titty. <laughs> <laughs> Is he, is he committing sex crimes in this impression? <laughs> well, hashtag him too. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, did you ever see the picture of his illegitimate son? Yeah. Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah. He's yeah. a spare. I mean, Jimmy yeah. looks more like his, like him than the Shrivers look like him. Love it. Yeah. Got to <laughs> respect him. Got to respect him. All right, let's talk a little MMA these days. Right. Uh, where do you feel like you fit in at 205? Uh, I still believe there's, there's definitely a space for me at 205. When you look who's in front of me, like we've just had the new crown champion in Jamal Hill. Who the only loss in his record is myself. We look at Ankalaev. The guy's arm, just to remind people. Yep. Okay. It's, it's and then like, partied with him as far as I read. I did. He's an absolute gen gentleman, man. And as we were signing posters in Rio, he was like, "The next time, the next time you're sitting here, Paul, we mean you sign these posters." And I'm like, "You're right." And then Johnny Walker's like, "Nah, it's not happening. Mate. <laughs> Smash." <laughs> so um, we were. Shit. I know he's like, "Yeah, he's like, you fucked that one, Paul." So I've beat him. I beat Ankalaev, same again, only lost in his record. Dude, nobody beats Ankalaev. Dude, he had he has two stoppage wins over them. How about that? Mm -hmm. uh, one second left. That's like like in the people, third round, right? Third round. People still remember. People still come up to him. It's like, oh, that submission, and that was like a really turning point. Like, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Like, I'm a fighter than now, but I still don't actually know what I'm going to do is with my adult life. And uh, that was a point. Like, I'm 30, you're 35. You're 35. Know, 35 and you time. came in here on a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm Peter Pan. It's time to. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. I'm, I'm clutching onto my youth. I'm clutching onto it. Had a hair transplant as well, man. I'm just oh, trying. Congratulations. Just, it's no bad, isn't it, man? Luke, could, he could. He I didn't could even give notice. You tips on the backside. I legit didn't notice. I need some myself. I'm See, I didn't know I was bald. I had no idea I was bald until I watched one of my fights back and went, "Was that? Was that? Yeah, man. Was that GSP there?" It was, yeah. me. it was proper Would me. You, I mean, your hair looked like pish. Aye, pish. I like it. Yeah. Hair looked pish and shite. So, um, two guys are beat. You've also got Krylov, who I beat. He's in the top 10. You've got, um, so that's three of the top 10 I've beat. The other two guys who beat me in the top 10 are Ozdemir and Johnny Walker. So that's five guys in front of me who I've fought. The only other people who are there, because I, I don't really want to be shooting back. So you've got long-term injury, probably Prohaska's going to be out for a while. Um, Rakic is going to be out for a while as well. So you've got Anthony Smith, um, Glover, who's just out the the rankings at the moment, and Jan Blaschewitz. And these guys are all kind of in the mix for who's next in the title. Because yeah. we've got Blaschewitz and Ankalaev who are wanting to get close to that title. Now, the guy's Anthony Smith. That's the... That's the that's the fight we're looking for. Is, is that, that the one you that's want? That's the path to the top for well, you. Well, that's an interesting fight. In that's a good jujitsu clash. I know. Um, I seen him in Brazil. Um, I've got nothing but respect for the guy. Like the guy walks his ass off, you know. But I watched him hit pads, and I know he missed weight in Brazil. He 
just didn't look like a killer. But then he's probably he's non-fight camp, all that kind of stuff. There's hope, like you can say whatever you want, but that's the fight I wanted. The UFC did hit us up a few weeks ago, or maybe last week, just after the fight, and said, "How's how's?" How he needs you? a big name. He lost the Jamal Hill fight that was scheduled because of I know, like, who's he beat? Like, did he? I think he beat Jim Crute through dead leg, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He gave yeah. him the mm-hmm. dead leg, um, and then. I don't know who else he's beaten that top. He took game. a decision over the home invader, which I'm very happy, very happy about. That. I know. Did you see the, yeah. them shitting himself on the podcast? But like, if if you so he's on the uh, Bisping podcast, and uh, the postman posts. Yes, did you see he, this? He proper shits himself. Smith was doing the podcast from an Airbnb he was renting with Bisping, and like the mailman just walked into the house to like deliver a package, and he thought it was like an invader, and he like fucked. Uh, yeah, proper shit himself. Yeah, like PTSD from so, it, obviously. So, so do you think you? So or? I know, but. If you went one and zero against the home invader, I think that I think that's a lie. I think the home invader got the better of him. <laughs> he tried to pull guard. The home invader fucked him up. So you think that was the home invader like John Jones or something like that? <laughs> probably. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see what John Jones. You can should do probably it. take some PCP before that fight, like the home invader did, and see. see well, hold on. Can. So we were talking to Arnold Allen, and he said something that he's 29. So it was just something that was kind of stuck with me. He's like, if I don't get the belt, all of this is for waste. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that? I, I've, I've got it in my head that the belt's there. Like, if you'd asked me before I fought in London against uh, Ozdemir, I was a fight away for getting the belt. Yeah. I knew I was. We just came off uh, the Ankalaev and Jan Blasiewicz having the opportunity, and then we then had the, the call out for. You were unbeaten about seven straight fights. I know, after that, and yeah. it's, it's it's a sport. The highs are high and the lows are low. It's the thing is this: I would never want to tell a fighter what space mentally they need to be in to get the best out of themselves. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I would caution against is that, like, getting a title. Yes, I mean, it's not, it's not, what's wrong with getting a title as your goal? Nothing. But dude, like, between injuries or timing or like a lot of it's just not in your control. You can have a very distinguished career and lots of things just not go the way you that you get had lucky at times, yeah. intended yeah, or whatever. Well, for a long time, I had been just fighting guys outside the top top fifteen. They were just flinging me names man and I was I was fighting everybody I, yeah. I never ever see if the UFC phoned me up right now and said listen Paul you're, you're fighting we want you to fight this guy then I, I'll accept it I don't I get into the business for fighting and I love fighting there's nothing there's nothing more exciting than walking out into that crowd and in Brazil it was, it was hostile as hell like they were they were a wild crowd by the way like there were people hurling abuse at me even in my way out like man, I just get my ass handy to me, man. I just get my nose broke, a couple of stitches in my eye. Johnny Walker did the warm. He was spreading his legs over his team, man. <laughs> they held like, him the I, I know. I was like, I know, and I was like, junk up for him. I was like, I gotta tell you, Johnny, congratulations on the win. I'm tired of looking at your cock and balls. Please, <laughs> please stop. Please stop. So it's, as I'm walking away, they're still abusing me, man. It's like, they're still throwing shit. They're still, they're still throwing All right, me Paul, we've got a problem here, okay? Because I, I love your fighting game. I, I thought that was the submission of the year against Kree Love. Um, it was nice. You were you're knocking on title picture entry, but there's something that tends to happen when you get really big wins. You get your ass kicked first. Mm-hmm. Why, Paul? I don't know. I think it's uh, being Scottish. You need to. You, you, it's like Hulk Hogan. He has to build up. <laughs> He's got so he to hold up. Like, <laughs> so if you look before I went on that streak, I ended up with two losses. I had to lose to uh, Jimmy Crew and it was Alonzo Menafield. Then I'm on this run. And then I beat Shogun twice. Obviously, a Shogun who probably should have retired not long after my fight, and then pushed it like another two years. Oh God, he, he just lingered. I'm glad. I'm glad that he's, he's, he's came. But I do believe after the two losses, it, it can only go up. 
Um, I signed a six-fight deal with the UFC. There was title uh, stipulations in it and all this kind of stuff. It goes a long way of sure. moving up the rankings. These two fights are just a speed bump, man. I'm getting, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to kick some dick, man. But I mean, is it almost okay? It's a stupid question. Is it almost part of your strategy to let them unload on you and then you trap them into a partly submission? right because they open up when they do that's that. That's part yeah. of the you want to kind of make. You, I have the feeling that you prefer chaos because you have a way to yeah to, see, to get somebody out of that quickly. There's there's chaos and then there's Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is fucking chaos in a bag. You need chaos with a bit of space. Um, but he was right. he, he's so strong and so powerful at that weight and likely but too right? I know he's like see that punch that's one of the hardest punches I've ever had I've been knocked out way like flat out in my back but that punch that took yeah. that took at least two years off my life dude and the best part well not the best part for him the anyway. best part he's like yeah, in terms the best part was it's, the best part and I'm saying it means in terms of like what made it dramatic also dude like your hands were wrapped around his leg I know it was a free shot it was a free, it was a, it was a slap fight it was punch, punch right? Yeah. You know how they have, to, they have they have to stand there and just take it. I know. Would, would you would you take that? Fuck. What do you, what do you think I'm an idiot? No. I'm some <laughs> more, kind of more like would you, would you no. watch that? What do you? I think enjoy I'm being able to read and then learn <laughs> things or like you know. I, it's wild the fact that you're allowed to slap them and then they've got like nine seconds. Is it? Ninety get, seconds to is it ninety seconds to, to stand back in the yeah. square? Like what the fuck? Like what are you doing, man? This is like like MMA have spent years trying to get. Like the sport legitimized in the in the US and become this exactly this beautiful sport, and then you're pulling this shit. Yeah, like nah, you can get slapped full force in the face, and you get ninety seconds, but it's ninety seconds. Better than ten seconds. Hey, but two thousand if you appear and two thousand if you win. So also, yeah. also, the, can, can we stop calling them athletes? I think that's I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think we have to call them athletes. I know anymore. it's wild, but um, if, if we go back to the the whole getting beat up, I think you need to. Uh, especially in this sport, you need to allow people to do stuff. So with Ozdemir, I had to like lower my hands. I had to allow him to come in because it, it was his whole game plan was brilliant, by the way. Like it was don't engage, don't get caught in the ground and don't stand in range to get taken down. And it worked so well. So I had to drop my hands to allow him to actually land some shots so then I could actually do something. That's interesting. In the same way like Krylov, like he's a very seasoned guy like he's one of the dark horses in that division. Like yeah. I think he could be in I think he could be champion in any given night. But he's so well-rounded that you need to allow him to make a mistake. And then his mistake was just over-committing with shots. And then that's how you can't call the triangle. The same way in Kalaev. The guy's an absolute beast. And you look at him as a jiu-jitsu practitioner or a wrestler and a striker. He's so tight and compact that you need to allow, people need to make mistakes. And that's part of the reason the way my jiu-jitsu works so well. Because they over-commit because they're like... <laughs> I'm going to finish this fight. Right. Yeah. I smell blood. Yeah. And then they give him a good one that'll egg, turn it. Yeah. Egg. And then they're thinking, what they're thinking about is, I'm getting that message for Dana White saying 50 oh, G's. Yeah. Yeah. My DMs like, are going to be so I know, sloppy. And then yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you just catch them. But um, who'd have thought it? Eh? The guy from Scotland was there with the jiu jitsu in the light heavyweight division. It's absolutely wild. But as we go back to the Anthony Smith thing, I think he's got good jiu jitsu. I just think it means it's slightly better than his. And I believe my stand up slightly better than his as well. How long do you think Jamal's going to hold the title for? Because and, and then and also understand something. When I ask questions like that, it sounds like someone's like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's going to be a long time or not at all." Dude, the reality is most champions who even become champion hold on to that belt for a very short amount of time. I mean, I don't know the stats, but I would guess most don't even make one title. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. It's, yeah, them. if you take out the outlayers like Demetrius <laughs> or Anderson. See when you look at the elite heavyweight division as well. Like, if we, you know, when you're it's thinking about... Potato. Like, it's hot potato. It's pretty much like rock, paper, scissors. Like, yeah. what are you going for? Yep. It's, 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 it's Machida today, Forrest Griffin tomorrow. That's what yeah. it's always been yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of John Jones. That's right. You know? John Jones was an absolute phenom in that, in that light heavyweight division. Sure. And now he's just, he's like, I'm going to 
go with the bigger boys, uh, and I do believe he's going to he's going to smash it as well. I, he is the goat, and you can say like he's got all the shit that goes along with him being a bit of a wild man, going out partying, running over pregnant women, car crashes, all this kind of shit, taking drugs. He's still the goat. Yeah, he's still the goat. No, he is. Yeah. Uh, for me, anyway, I, I mean, there's, there's some debate about it, but I would agree. So you think he's going to beat Cyril Gan? I do. Tell me what it looks like. I think Jones beats him everywhere. Striking, wrestling. Really? I, I genuinely believe that. Well, were you, did you ever think that Francis Ngannou would be able to take Cyril nope, down? No, sure didn't. He did, Actually, he thought that. Yeah, I'll give him credit. Yeah, he that thought and that. Woodley Till are going to be on my gravestone of things I just got He right, normally you know, he gives really. very poor predictions, but there's been a couple times where he's been like, like really you know, on the money. It just, I guess it's, I guess it just comes to me. Just I guess it's like if you fling enough balls, one of them's going to have to stick somewhere. No, but you know what's funny? It wasn't that he just picked Francis. He's like, Francis is going to out-wrestle him. And I was like, get out of your fucking yeah. mind. <laughs> there's nobody yeah, yeah, like, I sure that's going to happen. But... I believe John Jones is just so creative, and especially see when he starts landing shots, and if he wants to wrestle, I just think he's he's going to do it everywhere. I like Cyril Gann. I think Cyril Gann's an absolute stud sure. in that division, but I just cannot see past Jones. I think what he's a, what too a, special. Francis is gone, but let's say they did fight. Uh, more, who's more dangerous for John, Francis or Cyril? got to be Francis, right? No, I'd say Cyril. Because of his overall well-roundedness and yeah, distance because, management, yeah, because because he's so light in his feet, he moves like a he moves like a he's a fucking puma. I know he's, he's like in out striking. Definitely, is going to be where this fight's potentially could be won for Cyrogan. But I think when it comes to the wrestling, Jones is just going to manhandle him. Okay, so explain why his wrestling was so poor at the end of his run there at light heavyweight against Smith. It looked okay I, against against uh, against Dominic Reyes. It was not good, and against. Mahedah had two blown knees. I, I guess you need to. What was what was driving him? What what was his focus? So you think it was a question of whether or not he was like, like look at so him against look, not to lose in a look way. Him, in look at him against DC. Like yeah, when, when he went, he, he had to go after him. Yep, and he got him. I, yeah, and the, like there was fire in him. I don't think it was fire in him in the last couple of fights at the light heavyweight. I do believe that, and that's why he's like he then questions where he should be in this. Sure. He's like right. I don't really want to do this. I'll maybe go to heavyweight. I'll maybe do this, and we've waited. What, what's it been about two years? He's three. Been out, it'll be three? yeah. He hasn't fought three. since before the pandemic. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, I think a guy like that, you need to. He needs to have focus. He needs to have some sort of fire. He needs to have something that is going to make him get up in the morning and worry about what's going to happen to him. And I think Cyril Gann's the guy to do this. Hmm. But if you think about John Jones in his prime, when he's just starting folk and he's producing. He's producing some really good moves, like spinning back elbows. The fight against him and uh, Gustafsson, one of the best fights you're yeah. ever going to Dude, see. Dude, people don't realize this. I've, re I've been covering MMA this long. I distinctly remember when John made his UFC debut. Not because of John. No one knew who John was, or at least you know, almost nobody. It was because he was fighting Andre Guzmao. Guzmao had a very good reputation. The IFL at that time had just folded. Roy Nelson or even Ben Rothwell had fought for their heavyweight title, and they had this weird like snakeskin belt. But the whole thing folded, and the UFC bought a bunch of those contracts. Really, a bunch of those guys ended up coming over. And I remember being like, "Oh, Guzmao is going to make his UFC debut. Okay, this is going to be great. Another player in the UFC light heavyweight division." And then he lost. I'm like, "Who's the fucking guy who beat John him?" Jones. Right? It was John. I didn't know. Didn't know a thing about him. Then Jones fights. Bonner and you, you know is just Spinny throwing shit, this fucking yeah, guy, and, and you're like, who the fuck is I this know. guy? Hungry, experienced, and wrestling, and then just being able to be creative. I think that's what that makes him so good. I, it I'm, sounds like he's one of the fighters like you genuinely. I'm, I'm standing there with a John Jones fucking saying that they're wrestling. Like, Let's go, John. So who are you, who are the guys you like to watch besides John? So I didn't actually watch MMA. Like, it's a funny story. Like, my friend actually took me to a uh, class. And I had been calling it UFC chokes for ages. It's so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> like, 
people are asking me like, hey, I was like, I've started going to this class. Oh, what, what, is it, what is it you're doing? It's UFC chokes. I had no idea what the hell it was. <laughs> That's the most casual way to describe I that know. ever. And I Dude, love are it. you a grandmother or what I are know, you? Like, like, and I, this is going back, like, I've only been doing the sport for 11 years. Um, I was in my early 20s. I'd just started doing it. I'd started doing jiu-jitsu. UFC chokes, and I didn't learn a single submission until about two months into it. So I'd been referring to this as UFC chokes. I knew what a Kimura was, and I knew what an armbar was, because I'd spent like two months trying to learn these moves. And then just for that, I started learning. It wasn't actually that. It was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu I was doing, and then started competing. And uh, up and down the UK, I'm, the weight I was in, and the size, I had a massive advantage over people with my limbs. So I started smashing people. I started doing a bit of boxing, um, and then that was easy as well. I was like, this is, this is really easy, man. You just got to punch them in the face before they get close to you. That's like, like that's easy. And then from that, I then started doing full MMA. And okay, but what was your background that made this easy? Were you a bar fighter? Zilcho, like what were you? Zilcho had never been in just a, fight a regular in my life. dude. Had never been in a fight in my life. Um, was good at running away from fights. Like had taken so many second prizes as a kid. Like. <laughs> Like, I had never won a fight as a kid. I think I was, like, 30 and old as a, as a teenager. Like, he stands at six feet, three inches tall with a losing record. I was that, not winning. That's Joe Martinez, by the way. That's pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, Bruce Buffer. No, no, that was Joe Martinez. It was a good impression. It was a little, it was a little smoother. It was a little smoother. Yeah. Maybe, that's what I'm after of, maybe that's what I'm going to do myself after I've finished fighting. So I kind of fell into this. So I had been teaching for about up to the point of MMA. I was at seven years teaching. I started doing the UFC chokes, went through doing the UFC chokes to doing... <laughs> at this point in your life, is it just a, to stay in shape? Is it a hobby? Like, it was just was it? My, my friend had taken me to this class. But like, the weirdest thing is, like for some reason, guys in jiu-jitsu all want to take their t-shirts off and roll about, sweating all over each other. Yeah. And it just looked really weird. Like I remember looking at my mate and thinking, is this what you're into? And then they're like, this is called the North-South. And you're uh, like, uh, you know... No, no, the triangle's the best. Yeah. What you do is you yeah. wrap the guys, you wrap your legs around the guy's face and then you pull his face into your dick. Yeah, yeah you yeah, just yeah, right yeah. on in there. So First a couple thing of I do is make him toss the myself. <laughs> harder the yeah. better. What you want yeah. to do is you want, you want to make sure you've got a wee bit of blood in the pencil, you know what I mean? So you can just... <laughs> Whispering is just love oh you, baby. God. That's what BC does at the movie theater when we share popcorn. That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the old, the old, the old yeah. blood in the pencil trick. <laughs> the old blood in the pencil trick. So I like literally had just started competing and then had just been going up and down the country just fighting because I enjoyed it. So and what was your day job at this point? How old were you? I was a teacher. You? I was uh, 23, 24. That's the best story ever. You're an a, you're an average bloke. You're, yep. You got a decent Never, job. Did you go to university or anything? No. no. You're, so what are you teaching? Uh, I was teaching, so I'd been working for an educational charity. So the educational charity we went to school and we would do more stuff along the lines of like, so kids only want to learn maths, English, all this kind of stuff. It was more the soft core skills like communication, teamwork, team building, all this kind of stuff. Loved my job. It was absolutely brilliant. Had done that for seven years and um, one of my friends went, oh, I'm going to this class and he'd been explaining it to me. I was like, that sounds actually pretty good. Never watched UFC at this point. Had never Damn. even known what it was. And uh, one of the first fighters I had seen was like, in fact, the very first sort of thing I remember was GSP was either injured or he was, for some reason he was in his champ, it was like Carlos Condit versus... Yeah, the interim title. Why did, why did Condit fight for Condit, the interim title? He fought Diaz was, for the interim title. Yeah, why, what were the I don't, I don't even think it was Diaz. I've seen it was like... I'm sure if it was five rounds, it was super controversial. Condit versus maybe like H Hendrix. I think Hendrix was like a guy. That's when I started watching yeah. MMA and I was like... Ah, yes, it's all right. Mm. And so I've never ever been a big MMA fan. Like even now, I'll I'll put on some of the big fights, and then I'll be like, skip, 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 skip. Oh, there's something happened there, and then I'll watch the kind of exchanges. But 
Dude, this is a crazy story. You have no background. You're an average Doesn't dude. Doesn't watch MMA. You're teaching, and you start taking like a UFC choke class. Someone, and they say in like me. a handful of years, you're a UFC title contender. I know, like, so a lot of people, so I got a lot of stick because people are like, he's just a jiu-jitsu guy. He doesn't understand the sport. And I'm still learning the sport. Like, I'm I'm literally still trying to become a better version of, like, I'm st I still don't know where I fit into the sport with regards to my style. Like, I'm still trying to mix up striking with wrestling. People are like, I need to work in your striking. I'm like, I, I know. I'm fucking. <laughs> do you think I'm getting here and being like, ah, striking the night? I'm not going to do that. But I'm actually actively trying to improve. Um, and then I just started getting better and then started getting fights. I'd rattled my way through amateur. I think I was like 6 and 0, had never been beaten. And then I think I was like 6 and 0 by the time I got to the UFC. Maybe, I can't remember, like, because it all just kind of blurs into one. But I was unbeaten when I got to the UFC. Had set my goals to get to the UFC just because I was like, ah, this, I think I could do this. Had fought Enrique de Silva, who hadn't been beaten. Um, and it was like a last minute fight they'd offered me in Sacramento. Had just rocked up to Sacramento with shorts, t shirt. Had never. Didn't was know, the first time in California? Mm -hmm, didn't know Sacramento oh, was freezing sorry. cold. Did not know Sacramento was freezing cold. <laughs> or it was pissing down with rain. And uh, I'm rocking up there with like a pair of shorts and like t shirt, yeah, ready, yeah. ready to suck. You thought you were going to LA. <laughs> I yeah. And I uh, went in and fought and beat him in the second round, pulled guard and uh, subbed him. Because I tried to strike with him and I was like, this is, this, this is fucking pish. I'm just going to pull him and talk to me. And then subbed him. We had an armbar triangle set up. And uh, after that, I was like, Pff. I have so many questions here because you you literally were a regular guy who just mm -hmm. kind of fucked around and found out and it yep. turns out you found out you're good at this so but to compete at this level and you're known for being having great resistance you're known for being tough as shit you're known right. for you can take a beating and still win the fight I'm are the you finding out and if you didn't if you didn't have a bar fight or street mm -hmm. fight in your life before that are you finding out in the moment where your ceiling is in terms of that regard because 100 percent, I, I had no idea how tough i was i had a bigger brother so my brother was 40 now and he used to beat on me, man. He used to kick my ass. Just you two or anybody else? No, it was just him. Like, oh, yeah. so him and his pals used to come around and he used to like glove up and just whoop me, give me the beating of my life. So I became tough for that. That's what I think it was. I used to like jump onto the couch and use my legs to defend myself. Like, like Dude, I'm, tell kicks. I'm telling mom. And that's, yeah. I think that's where my jujitsu came from. I like, I genuinely believe that because I was like defending myself for getting absolutely wailed on yeah. with my brother. And uh, that's as close as I got to fight. I mean, I had, as a kid, I remember skate, out skateboarding and somebody could run out of a party and punch me and that was the first time I'd ever taken a, a proper punch and it felt like my world was going to collide. Like, the first time you take a punch and you realise, <gasps> oh, that wasn't actually You're like, bad. I didn't die. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. I, I thought my face would break and blood would, and it wasn't. And then, as you're saying, like, as soon as I'm going into fights, like, it's, it's all new to me. Like, <laughs> like I'm learning. And I'm I'm 35, and I believe I've still got like I thought 35 was going to going to be my number, and I was bowing out to the sport. There's something that keeps you in this sport. It's hard to just say, well, look at guys like Glover, look at Shogun, yeah. look at Fedor, look at all these guys who are like now coming to the end of their careers because it's hard to walk away from a sport. There's there's just there's something about. So what's fighting. the drug in it for you? At the end of the day, what part of this journey it's, is so addicting that you can't stop? It's the. Uh, I hate the camp. Camp's horrible. You put your body through so much. You take so much time away from your family. See, just for the... It's, and it's only lasts about, let's say, 10, 10 minutes after that fight. See, when you get your hand raised and you know you've beat somebody, you know that guy's gave up. He's given up, like... So you're like, the high only lasts 10 minutes, but it's, it's basically minutes. heroin, so I, I have to stay with it. Yeah. And then you're like... And that's why I, I kind of take drugs, because I know I'm... See, I take one hit of 
heroin. I'm in. I'm in a hundred percent, man. You're looking <laughs> yeah. at train spotting like I know for a fact anything I'm taking, I'm in, man. You wait, hit up a couple of joints, man. I'm in. But they I'm, a, I'm addicted. I'm a, I'm addicted. So as a kid, I never didn't drink as a teen, didn't smoke as a teen, never, never smoked a cigarette in my life because wow. I know, I know a hundred percent. See whatever I'm doing, I'm in. I started doing golf. Oh my Addiction. god, addicted to it. I cannot stop. Like I'm literally. You and Rob Font, you know he's a big golfer. Is he good? Because he's I'm, pretty good. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I'm about six months into my journey, and I've got all the gear. Going to the course with two watches, one with a GPS, one tracking this. Wow. Holy shit. I know. It's like, pretty nerdy, Paul. Like I'm one of these guys that are in a hundred percent. I track absolutely everything. You if should I'm, know that the guys who do this in America, you would <clears> want a fist fight. Just want to be clear about that. They're the guys you want to whoop. Yeah, they're all yeah. insurance agents who have nah, no, low see, testosterone. Nah, they're not like you at all. Like you'd be the odd man out at so, an American American so golf club. So on Saturday, I was going out to play around the golf, and I wore my golf gear right. And I always say to myself, I was like, I'd never wear golf gear. But I had my trousers on. You have to wear a shirt, oh, like a yeah. polo shirt, like a neck. Oh yeah. I catch a glance myself in the mirror, and I'm like, oh. I was just so disappointed. <laughs> like I saw the I went, huh? <laughs> what have you become? All right, so to close on the transition from teaching to, to fighting, you said you were teaching softcore things. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get onto any more hardcore topics with the other female teachers? What are you? What the fuck kind of question? Uh, sorry, is that? sorry. Just you know, I are mean, you asking if he banged his coworkers? You know, like I'm trying to tell. Like, did, um, did he stumble into this alpha <laughs> lifestyle? Did this UFC choke class form the alpha in him, or was it always there? I think it's. I think it's. You know, Your Honor. I think it was. You know, it's a state. Do you think it's a lot? So. Um, uh, the question is what you know is, Paul, were you a shagger your whole life? Yes. Because we have to know as washed old dads, like when we had Uriah Faber on this And spot, we're married as well. And we're like, you, you know. Are you, you have a significant? No, no, we're like, married. yo, Uriah, dude, when you like showed up at the WC and you're like the face of oh, the yeah, organization. This, this literally happened. Dude, your, your DMs must have been insane. And he's like, dude, I've never had a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm quite a tall guy. Like, I'm, apart from the broken nose that I've got the now, I'm like. Doing I mean, right. I'm, I'm, I'm laying some paper. What do you would say, my mind? What do the, what do the <laughs> English think about a Scottish accent? They don't care, do they? The Americans love it, but the Americans love the it. The Americans well, what are the love it. Uh, that, it's, it's just another accent to England. Yeah. You think about you can go 30 minutes in either direction of where we are just now, yeah. and the accent changes. Doesn't matter, right? It's like you've got like you think about what you're hearing just now in London in comparison to what you hear for Liverpool or what you hear for Arnold Allen. Like that's only there's only a few hours of a difference. I still do a bit of damage in London, don't you worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with regards to um with regards to like in America, man, it's like Yeah, you it's it's, it's a the, shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a <laughs> the, the women there love it. It's just exploding but, left and right. I can't so you know I, that the Scottish accent I feel like, and also like an Australian accent on a dude. Like look at like I don't think the Hemsworth brothers are struggling for any. Yeah, they're probably they would probably be fine with like a New York accent, but the Australian one puts them over the top. This is interesting for me to watch, and I say this with no disrespect. But if we if you won some type of like contest where you had like for six weeks you had a stylist, dietitian, like nutritionist, like you had the full team. And they could like give you a full on life makeover. Mm-hmm. You'd come out looking like Bear Jew, a, a, a shittier version. Like you'd, yeah. get, you'd get the hair dyed black. You'd trim up the beard a little bit. You'd a get little into bit. a little like bit. Like me, 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 you could be like my dad. I'm like a, I'm like, I, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. You're a good looking guy. You know what I'm saying. 
<laughs> we better, we better salt and pepper. Notice he didn't say you could be my wingman. All you need is just get in shape. And <laughs> like, no, you're like, a, you're a married man. You know, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got shit to do, man. You've got yeah. grown up shit to do. I got grown up shit. I'm rocking a skateboard. I'm disappointed <laughs> you did myself. You did bring a skateboard. Yes. I'm disappointed myself looking in the mirror because I'm wearing golf gear. Man, I'm 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 clutching you. I'm Peter Dude, Pan. He's still in the game and he's and he's winning. Do you golf? Do you do a full 18 holes every time? How does that uh, work? No, I'll do like, I'll always do 18 at the weekend and then I'll do like a couple of nines during the week. Okay. So I take one of my friends out and uh, he's like, listen, I'm trying to get into golf. Um, and he's like, I'm pish. And I was like, you can't be that bad. And he's like, no, I'm pish. He's pish. Are you <laughs> trying to be like Tiger <laughs> Woods in, in that you're not, uh, not that you could be as good as him, but that you could potentially bang as many porn stars? <laughs> that's the thing, like... I don't respect Tiger Woods for his golfer ability. Yeah. I respect I respect him for getting out of that shit. Like getting getting some tail yeah. and uh, still people respect him yeah. when his wife's like, yeah. like still they're, in they're an blaming 80. her. They're blaming the wife like yeah. you fucked him up. That's your fault. Yeah. Tiger's a good guy. T Tiger also <laughs> sitting in Jupiter, Florida in an eighty million dollar mansion right I know. now. Paul's like I watched life. the Tiger documentary. He was the hero of it. I, to be fair, you know he was. He was yeah. I was waiting in the bad guy comments. Yeah. <laughs> How are the Scottish uh, golf clubs? Are they? I know the ride. I know the Ryder Cup's a big deal, but it's it's cold. It's wet. And Trump's got Trump's got a tumbler up there. He comes up. And Did he? What's golf. the story? Did he? I know he had some dispute with. That's right. It was to do with like um, the place where he was was like a nature reserve. That's he's right. Like, he's That's like, right. Nah, fuck that. He was like, "Fuck the sea turtles." I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm plowing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, you... trying to make, I'm trying to make an extra thirty uh, yards on the on the on the top nine. Um, but there is golf. Stuff. I'm I'm right in saying golf was invented in Scotland. I'm sure it's. I'm listening. I'm... You ever done the Highland Games? Um, I've done sock wrestling. They do sock wrestling. What so is sock, sock wrestling? wrestling? So it's the it sounds gay. It sounds, <laughs> sounds That's okay. Gay. That's all right. What you got to do is take up a, take off another man's sock while you're wrestling. To dominate them. Oh wow! So you're both wearing two socks. Yes, or one you, sock or each. Or is there a third on one on your? <laughs> yeah, you're naked. Yeah, yeah. and it's, uh, it's only. It's and only so like... the whole idea is you have to stop him from taking off your socks while you're trying to take off his. Yeah. And then you've got like cable toss. Now I'm not. I'm Wait, not. I think you all these weird grappling tournaments you watch, like ADCC and stuff. Shout out to Enzo <laughs> Gracie, former champion, by the way. Yeah, he is. Despite yeah. your takes on people's politics, um, I will say this, Luke. Uh, if they if they made sock game part of that. You'd be in it. What was that? Would you be? You'd be in it. Scottish. I, yeah, what I, I said there is, you would be in it. I'd be that. more willing to watch and potentially take part. You know, I can understand those concepts. Dude, the Highland Games is actually growing popularity in the states. It, it's probably bigger in the states than it is in America. They have Highland and Games Scotland all over the country now, all over. Uh, and that dude, uh, Martin Lisa. Face paint, dude. The face paint. Did you did you end up buying some last no, night? No, we were going to do the gimmick where you were going to paint my face for me. But I'm like, you know, we haven't met. I don't know if that's going to be part uh, of our relationship. You know? Walk me through the the blue is obviously a Scottish color. Yep. Walk so me you've seen you've seen um, Braveheart. Okay, well, so I just don't know how realistic any of that shit nah, is. Nah, it's, it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, the guy, but... like, it's, they they came up to Scotland to film it, and um, there was too many midges, like mis like small mosquitoes that just constantly, absolutely devour you, just bite you. So they had to go to Ireland to film it. Um, so he didn't film a lot yet in Scotland. The story itself is not anywhere close to the truth. The battle was actually fought on a bridge. It's called the Bridge, uh, the Battle of Stirling Bridge, where they were. Stirling Castle was occupied by the Scottish. England had came up to try and take it off Scotland. Scotland had said, "Listen, we'll let you cross the bridge, and then we'll fight on this wee bit of land." What they done was they let so many people cross the bridge, dismantled the bridge, and then slaughtered everybody. Um, 
not fighting very fairly. So the story of Braveheart is not even close, but the story of the war paint is brilliant. I had first fight in uh, Sacramento and I met a guy, I was in doing a jog and I met a guy, the most intense motherfucker you're ever going to meet, oh, yeah. Mike Perry. Dude, Mike Perry. Oh my God, oh, man. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was training. You with know he's his, 2% black? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes, we've all seen that. Like that video where he's like, back off! And you're like, whoa! <laughs> shit. So he's in, so he's in, the, he's in, the, he's in the, the gym and he's there with his, at the time it was uh, his girlfriend, the blonde haired girl. And he was sparring with And I'm on the treadmill watching this guy and I'm thinking, this guy's super intense. And he ain't pulling no punches against this chick. And his coach is watching. So his coach has got his arms folded, he's just watching, just enjoying this um, Are they wearing battle. gloves and shit? Aye, the just battle of the sexies. And the men were definitely winning this. So it's a sparring match, <laughs> Mike Perry against a woman wearing gloves. Yes. Oh. Did, you hear, did you hear this? It's yeah. battle of the sexes and the men were definitely winning. Like, we, we, we definitely had the upper hand there. I was like, yeah. I, I, after I gave a clap, like, yeah, done his proud. There was no Billie Jean King moment in this. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> listen, the guy was not pulling punches or kicks. Like she had not done the dishes, and uh, the dinner was not on the table, and he was kicking. Wow. Okay. Wow. Right, so, so I was uh, running, right? Welcome to misogynist combat. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the last time Paul will be on a podcast. So I go back, and I'd never known who this. And I was explaining to my coach at the time. I was like, "Listen, man, there was a guy in there, and he was absolutely going to town his missus. Turns out it was Mike Perry. So Mike Perry then starts speaking to me, and he was super intense, like. Scarish, and I was like, aye. And he's like, fucking brave heart. And I was like, aye. And he's like, see if I was you. And I was like, aye. And he's like, I'd fucking do the blue paint, man. And I'd fucking, let's go, Scotland. I looked at my coach and I went, that's a fucking brilliant idea. So we went to. Um, so I it went, never occurred to you, just so I'm clear, until Mike Perry. Mike Perry. Had the, the idea. Mike Perry's the guy behind fucking it. Fucking genius. Mike Perry Mike also Perry. put his lover as his coach in the corner yeah, to, also, to also, rub also, his hair and build him up. I uh, think that's brilliant. He's, he's the guy. So I'm trying to find blue paint in Sacramento. Uh, couldn't find it anywhere. So we end up in a Mac, like a Mac counter. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. MSE, yeah, yeah. So they paint me up with this. They make they actually make this proper like makeup for me. They on the end. Paint it on my face. And as I'm walking down, right, I've got my hood up. As I'm getting to the hotel, Mike Perry's in the canteen. In no. like the right, he kicks the Where's canteen? A bar? Like um, like the restaurant we'll say. Yeah. Right. He sees me as I'm walking down. He kicks the fire door open. The alarms are going off. <laughs> like I'm not just talking. He opens up. Like he kicks this full force. Boom! And shouts, "Let's fucking go, Scatling!" <laughs> like I'm talking. Everybody just turns around and looks at this guy because he was. It wasn't even as if he was sitting at the door. He seen me from across like the the bar. And boot it, the fire door open, the alarms are going off and everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, cheers, Mike. So I said, you've got to remember, this is my first experience of the yeah, UFC. This is great. So then I do the, do the face Probably paint. felt great to have all that African support, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Up in my fan base. So I, um, that's why he's so cool. So I, I do the face, do the uh, weigh-ins, the ceremonial, and then I try and go back and wash the paint off. They'd put oh, setting no. stuff in us, man. It was like pure oil in my face. So my beard was like dyed blue. I had like lip eyeshadow and everything. I couldn't get it off. I, I, I literally spent an hour in there washing my face. I ended up looking like um, Arrested Development, you know, when he's, he's the, the blue man. That's what I looked like. I could yeah. not get this shit off my face. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I will tell you the truth about this. I remember the first time I saw like a weigh in photo of yours, or maybe I just watched a weigh in video, and you had the blue face, and I, I was like, or I was like, I was like, oh, Hollywood must have got something right if the Scottish guy actually is. Uh, I had no idea you took art direction from, from Mike Perry. From Mike Do you Perry. keep in touch with him today? 
Uh, we'll, we'll drop each other a message. I remember I had messaged him something that was like, it was something along the lines of like, uh, it was like during lockdown, it was like, tag somebody in a, a knockout post. And I was like, Mike, tag me in a, I was like, I tagged him and said like, like you've to um, tag somebody else in a knockout phone. And he went, nah, fuck off. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like during lockdown, everybody was tagging like, show me your knockout picture. And he's like, nah, fuck off, man, I ain't doing that. Got to respect that. Uh, who else are you friendly with in UFC? Um, Outside of your weight class, obviously. Uh, Michael Bisping. I like Michael Bisping. Yeah. We've got a lot of time for him. Um, I kind of keep myself to myself. Tom Aspinall, I like. Um, well, who have I been out for a beer? Uh, Bruce Buffer. He was cool to have a beer. Yeah. With. He's a gentleman. He's like, um, we were in like we were in Australia, and he just kicks in when it's actual. Because he'll talk normal to you, and he'll be like, yeah, how, how's it going, pal? <laughs> And somebody had insulted him by saying, oh, I heard you were practicing in your room. And he was like, I never practice. And she went, no, no, I definitely heard you were practicing. And he was like, I never practice. And then he went, it just comes from here. And he just goes, fighting! I shit you not, man. The hairs in the back of my neck stood up. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, how, how do you know you can do that? Like, how do you know you can just pull that shit out of <laughs> your ass and you can just drop that kind of fucking spine tingling stuff? I think stuff? it gets you laid too. Um, I don't think it does. But yeah. I, with regards to fighters, I... I don't really have loads of contact with him. Like, yeah, he's not into the fighting. He doesn't watch fights. Know, he's, he's just like, living he's, his life. He's Every, just golfing. Everybody was like, everybody was like, um, how cool was it to stand across the cage for Shogun? I was like, I had no idea who he was. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'd never seen Pride. I'd never seen like whatever oh, he came to. I just know him as a a guy. I'm like, guy. But I was kind of cool. That you old know? guy, Mauricio. Right? Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. So this is. This is, I mean, this is eye-opening in many ways, okay? All right. So I mean, when it was the best thing people ask me about the sport, like, oh, where were you when you seen this fight? And I was like, can't remember it. Yeah, at the grocery store. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Was, did, was, it, was it a big fight? Was it a good one? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do remember fights. Like, I remember one of the most disappointing things I've ever been, and I know it's like an amazing thing. I remember all this hype with Conor McGregor. Like, oh, I'm going to stay up and watch one of his fights. It was the first time I'd ever stayed up and watched a fight live, and it was against Jose Aldo. And I thought, like, that's a big thing. I'm going to watch this. And then he fucking knocks him out in two seconds. And I was like, the, the fuck's this? Like, the, what, what? The fight's over. Hi. Yeah. Like, what, what? He doesn't I'm, get 90 seconds. This isn't I've got a buzz. I'm, I'm buzzed. And now I've got to go to bed because you fucked up, McGregor. But I've, I've never ever, just never ever had the, like, see, watching fights, they just bore me. All right, I get into sometimes, I get criticized for this by my co-host, the Instagram lives of fighters, and then inevitably they cross paths, they become power couples, you know what I mean? And we are ranking our power couples, and Luke's like, I don't want to talk about this shit He likes all. to be horny, I don't. I don't think it's horny, I think it's just there's a reality is. TV side of covering this as well, Luke, that you can embrace. If there's a horny jail, you'd be in it. If you're a single man, Paul Craig, and you, you, know, you have success out there, would you consider... Dating a popular fighter. Oh, 100%. Oh, oh shit. This is, should we save this for Patreon? Can I leave? On only pipes after the... Uh, on only pipes, yes. Uh, so you, you would welcome the kind of attention that comes with 100%. That. Who are we talking? Are we talking Mackenzie Dale? I'm asking you who we're talking. That's really what it is. Yeah. Talking, we're talking Mackenzie Dale. Yeah. <laughs> That's who we're talking. You think Look, the Scottish accent would be beneficial for you? I think the Brazilians would love a wee bit of the Scots. It, I think that's so. why there's so many Scottish names out there. So Burns. Luke, we can play matchmaker. And right? I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm a grown man. I am not. A, I'm not an internet dating site. The thing is, I don't mind the conversation, but when we broadcast it, yeah, you know, there's only bad ways. I mean, there's, there, there, yeah. let's be honest. There is some beautiful women in MMA at the moment. I mean, for a long time, there was some. Let's uggles. be honest, Luke. 
but there's some beautiful women. I will take your word for it. <laughs> does, does, does your partner watch this? My wife? Yes. Uh, no. It's not that. It's not that I would... Because th- somebody will clip it and that will just be what they yeah, post. Yeah, no, no, no. Because people have tried that and it doesn't really work because my wife will do her due deal. It's not even about that. It's just... He loves... He just loves being horny towards female fighters. I don't fighters. think that's true. I, don't, I, I just I, feel like it's I a res- little creepy. I respect the no, history like, of the like, we've, women's we've got, strawweight division. We've got, we've got. Yeah, I mean, I respect the history of it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. At the I end of the day, is that what it is? The history. So, of the- my, my my friend did tell me you're the CEO of PF Changs. Holy oh fucking shit! Oh my god, shit. is this really happening right now? What the wow. fuck? Is- wow. <laughs> So as well as being horny, you're the CEO of Amber. That's that's uh. what they tell me. Yeah, that's what they. Tell me. But just regular, I guess Ariel's the wartime one. But I don't even know what that means either. You don't know what that means. Take it away, BC. This, this, uh, this is the house you've built of yep. the morning combat fan base who uh, I, I know aggressively dislike our former colleague Brendan Schaub. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's brilliant. Let's be honest. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it, it, some of it is very creative. I, you know. So you do know who Brian is? No, I've just met him. Because <laughs> when we were talking before, like you had to do a little due diligence. You didn't know who he was, but I guess you do. Huh? Uh, he gets me. That, he that is an asshole, isn't he? He's an. No, I, I, I quite like it. I quite like it. Thank him, you very much. I, like I think it. he yes, recognizes. Well. Ultimately, I told you the combination of what makes me. He knows I, I could fit in. On he's a. He's a. He's a horny man who takes all my boxes. Uh, I mean, I'm not coming on to you. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, you know. So are you super gay. He might be. It's okay though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not looking to get triangle. Have you ever, by um, you, you, know? you ever had a couple too many whiskeys and see where it land? Uh, Are you? Uh, what's the guy's name from uh, White Lotus? Oh, Armand. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen White Lotus? No. Oh, does okay. he get him drunk and then fucking it gets pretty close? Yeah, yeah. Kicks pretty close. Kicks, kicks some back doors in. Yeah. No, well, but it gets. You know. You should see it. Yeah. You should see it. it I don't want to spoil it. Salad you. that got flipped upside down. Yeah. <laughs> well, what toss? Uh, yeah. You mentioned something that I want to go back to here very quickly, which is you have no idea what you want to do when fighting's over. You don't have any idea. No. No clubhouse leader. Like, uh, like, like a, no, okay, it could be this way. Gym, yeah, I'll own a gym teacher, thing. I'll see, be... the, the whole thing about the gym is those who can't do teaching it, and I just I, I don't like people enough. See when it comes to like guys in the gym who he's checking all your boxes now. Luke. Ah, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden now you become much my favorite fighter. <laughs> this could be uh, this could be a good night. Yeah, couple whiskeys. Yeah, <laughs> we could just end up banging. Paul's like, awesome. I got some eyes. I don't know if you know guys, but yeah. the invite I got was like, you're going up to the you're going up to a suite, and uh, there's a bed in there. It's definitely yep. big there is enough. a bed. Um, We're talking about slappers over here, just the different kind, different kind. Yeah. Did you see the nice uh, elevated bathtub in there as well? Oh, I missed that. Yeah. So they had an idea where you and I would sit in the bathtub to do this interview, and Luke we would can call this pace off. back and forth angrily at like wh- where what the show has become. I, I like the come. Com- here's here's a question: Do I go at the back or do you go? The f- All right, <laughs> go the back. okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm try, a, listen, I'm just testing. I'm just testing. Paul, the what is no, your what is your Paul, relationship? Thing. It's it, not that we necessarily mind it. We just don't want. What's the word I'm looking for? We don't want to get fired. That's it. <laughs> Paul, uh, what is your relationship with MMA media these days in general? We love chatting with you here. It's great, but like, do you, is it? Do you think it's bullshit? Do you use it as a weapon sometimes to get certain ideas across? Like, See, I've never ever, I've never ever been a guy that goes out there and being like, oh, I'm going to beat this guy. I, I never ever use it because I just, I think it's bullshit, man. I think like there's so many, there's so many podcasts out there. There's so many media companies out there that are just fucking bullshit, man. And like. All of so, our competition he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, Bullshit. man. Like, let's, let's be honest. Um, there's people in the sport or in the media that are 
fucking just trying to make a buck for, for the guys and they'll, they'll give them the platform with the intent of like, oh, I'm going to get some views. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's bullshit, man. Well, so, that is the, so that I don't, is the I don't, business. Though. I don't that's do the a game. lot. I, I understand that as well. And I don't do a lot of media. And that's why I started working with a new management team and they're like, man, you've got to up your fucking, you've got to up your like social media. You've got to do more of this. Who manages you? Uh, Paradigm. So I'm like, I'm like, right, I know I need to do it, but I just can't be fucked to do it. That's the, the bottom line. Is you gotta I, be you. I know, yeah. like, I can't be bothered. I just can't be bothered with people telling me how you, what you're, what you're doing wrong is, uh, should be slipping that jab and coming across with a cross and like, go oh, fuck yourself, man. Like, I'm the fighter. You're the guy that's sitting in the. You're the keyboard warrior, I, mother effer. And then like, there's times where like, I remember after the Ankalaev fight, um, I had I took loads of abuse for Russians, and I remember getting into an argument with a Russian using Google Translate. It's fucking hilarious. And I'd done this for honestly about three days. And then just kept, he kept messing me and I kept messing him. I was in. Was his name Ramzan by any chance? I've no, no idea what his name was. I could probably find it. So after the fight, I then was like scrolling through my social media because I just beat him. And you know, it just filled up with loads of shiny messages. I'm like, no, I'm finding this guy. That's the guy I want. That's the guy I'm finding. I'm fucking finding him. So I can message him back. Google Translate fucking sent it over to him and he blocked me, bastard. <laughs> I spent, honestly, I spent, I'm not a word of a lie, I had just won my fight, had my 10 minutes of glory, and then for the next 45 minutes, I was like, fucker, motherfucker, I'm going to find you, I'm going to, oh, I was up here, and uh, the guy had blocked me, I was like, fucking bastard, so I never got my, my end result to abuse this guy. He didn't get the big payoff, Luke, because that guy was one of you, just block, block, mm -hmm. block. Do you do the old blocking? I used to do it more, I do it less now, but I, I made this point a couple times, like, the basic idea for me is that, like, there's a real question about like people think that if you block you don't want feedback or criticism and the reality is you could block almost everyone and you're still going to get it how we're the first time in human history where you can hear tons yeah. of different voices all at once and the question is how much of that do you have to get before it becomes productive to unproductive yeah. and that's going to be different for everyone but the idea that i have to give audience to all of them yep. seems obviously fucking insane yeah, luke has this it's motto in life that goes like this suck my fucking dick yes, wiggle, wiggle, yes. Wiggle. all suck of you can blow me and i'll be i'll let you know i mean i i curate my feed i don't know why people people make curation out to be weakness weakness and i'm like dude why why don't you want to have i want to have better information coming yep. at me i want Feedback that I can trust. I want, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to give oxygen to both noise mm -hmm. uh, as well as something that's otherwise unproductive. And you follow a lot of BBLs on Instagram, so you're taking in exactly. No, it's not on Instagram. Not on Instagram. What's no. a BBL? A big booty Latina. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that is that is that your is that your? That's uh, my weakness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Instagram feeds, just nothing. Not not ass. so much that. I just mean in real life. Uh, <laughs> that's yes. my weakness. Are you the guy that's constantly walking about like just creeping? Like, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm slick now, but um, up your game. So my I, wife I, is also Lat Latina as well. So you know, I married. That, her. That, that could have been next. married. Disastrous for you. It worked out well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I, see, with regards to the the, the fans, <laughs> I totally get me. But seeing the same breath. You, as a sports fan, you get to, you pay to watch these sports, you buy the t-shirts, all that kind of shit. In some aspects, I believe that people have the right to not fucking abuse you, but have their... Oh, yes. Because it, if, for me, it would be soccer, if somebody misses a penalty, and it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to go to social media and be like, me personally, no, but... But dude, like, fighters... Guy, so I, I've, I've said this before, like, 
uh, Kayla Harrison one time told me something. This was early in her career, early pro career. She obviously left judo and went into MMA. And she said, uh, I have a Google alert so that anytime my name is mentioned at the end of the day, oh, Google me. scours it and then sends me an email. And I look at it and I'm like, why the fuck would I you don't... do that? So to your point, it's one thing to say you should have a right to say something, 100%. The question is what you decide to open your door to and invite yeah. inside. Some discretion about that, I feel like, is actually better for you than it is to do the opposite. So that's my view. He seems to think it's something different, but he's also got a fraction of the followers that I have, so it doesn't deal oh. with the same. He's trying to do that. Patting home runs over here? Uh, <laughs> um, speaking, of, <laughs> speak, mere numbers. Speaking, speaking of only pipes, you know, it's become a, a phenomenon in the female MMA game to sign up for some of these weird, you know, personal, what I call it weird, that's my opinion, websites where you connect that with your fans on a much deeper and financially a positive Is that what we're way. doing later? With a, I don't know. That, that's, really, that's the setup Patreon's getting the, that's, for my getting only, the, that's for my only pipes channel. But, my, but uh, you know, you don't want to do something like that, right? You don't want to show your ass. No, uh, man, I struggle yeah. to do social media. Yeah. Never mind having to show people my, my piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe, maybe, who knows? When I finish fighting, maybe I could just become a... Exactly. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, uh, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, show my piece, maybe yeah. the call of porn is coming to me. Hey, peace sells, right? But who's buying at the uh, end of the day? <laughs> you? I've seen, I seen like, uh, OnlyFans is doing, like, where there's guys who are doing this. Yeah, but it's I'm, not, they're not doing anything other than normal... Look they're at doing, my, like, look at the training. inside of their training. Yeah, it's training I guess camp. OnlyFans is trying to get away from this sort of CD, like, yeah. just people... Yeah. Showing some cooch, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I understand why guys would do it, but I'm just no, I'm just, I, I'm just not interested in having people in my life. In terms of like what you like, um, what do you recreationally want to buy? In other words, like how much money is important to you? Like all I do is buy 1970s rock and roll records. Oh, I'm just I'm which are which are band? Um, I got many, but you know I love like Traffic and uh, and uh, Blind Faith and. Cream and you know the birds and just Jimi Hendrix experience, basically cool shit. You know, yeah, you're a cool guy. Do you play about the guitar yourself? I play four chords, but I, I try to stop there. That's all you need, man. You yeah. need four chords and just sing. Yeah, I sing four a lot. Four chords and my a little family. distortion on the guitar. You're in business. Yeah, man. then my family like an acoustic man, definitely. Yeah, I'm an acoustic man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I play a uh, Fender F one fifty resonator with you know it's got that bluegrass feel too, and you can oh. pick on it a little bit. So it. I had um, I, I bought myself. That was I, I never ever buy anything. Like I'm not interested. Like. I like trainers, and I think it comes from a place of being a kid, not having the best trainers. So as an adult, I've got some disposable income. I'm like, I'm going to buy trainers. So like trainers, trainers are sneakers. I'm trying to get the full into here. Sneakers. Um, so I like Jordans. That's where I'll spend my money. Uh, because Tom Aspinall won the first time in London, I bought a pair of Travis Scott Jordans, and they're like, I love them to death, man. They're yeah. so, like, I just like how they're, they look different. But are you anal about the maintenance of these? Um, no, I think they should be worn. Okay. Yeah. I think they should be worn. The people who like buy Jordans, like, and I'm not talking like collector's item Jordans, but like regular ass Jordans. And then just store them. And, and then just like, store them. It's like, dude, just fucking These will, these will be worth at least an extra 10 yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah. But um, I bought, uh, so one of the things I bought was, have you seen the electroacoustic Fenders? And it's like, um, it's, a, it's a thin body, but it's an yes. actual acoustic. I got one of them. Oh, shit. That uh, must sound good. It's, it's, it's beautiful, man. What it's kind of beautiful. music do you Yeah, what like? kind of music are you into? I love music. Music's like, um, I like quite a lot of indie music, but see, as I got older, it's hard to sing indie music. Wait, no, wait, indie music, you indie said. Music. So, oh, yeah, like indie rock. Like, mm -hmm. Okay, do you have any like favorite bands? So my favorite band are Scottish. They're uh, Biffy Clyro. Uh, you should check them out. Well, say that slower. Biffy Clyro. Buffy and Clyde. Oh. Biffy. So B-I-F-F-Y. Okay. Biffy. Biffy. 
So um, they're, a, they're a massive band in the UK. Um, they're my guys. And as a, as a kid, I'm talking like I was like 14, 15 when I started listening to this band. And now as an adult, the drummer like drops me a message and is like, oh, you, you fancy a game of golf? That's fucking cool, man. Like, that's cool as like, shit, uh, like having like having actual conversations with these guys who I grew up listening yes. to and thinking are absolutely yeah, so that's legends. And I, um, my band right now, oh, what we what we've been listening to a guy called Ziggy Alberts. I'm sure his name is. I'm sure he's a, Ziggy a, Alberts. Yeah, I'm sure he's Australian. Um, and he's, he's just he sounds like there's another artist who I listen to now, Ben Howard. But I go through a different, but he's pretty much just a. Guitar, him, and he sings, and and nice. I like that. It's kind of singer songwriter rather than distortion, all that kind of stuff. And I like that because I can sing along to it, so I can get the guitar out, blast out a couple of chords, and know when the family's in. Because when the the family's in there, like last night, my daughter was up reading her book, and she's like, "Dad, can you stop playing the guitar?" <laughs> like, okay, I'll put it back. What, what's your walkout song? Um, so. The last one was uh, Knuckles. It's a Scottish band again. It's Snuts. All the bands I've used have been Scottish bands. So nice. it was the Snuts, Knuckles. Before that, it was uh, a band called uh, We Were Promised Jetpacks. We Were Promised Jetpacks? Yep. They, That's a cool name. They were in the, the, Hall Pass. The song's in Hall Pass. Um, it's like quite a rocky, yeah. absolutely beautiful song. Biffy Clarov walked out to a band called Daikinis. So very, very Scottish bands I like. For some and reason. then you're in a spot where you can befriend them, and that's the coolest thing ever, man. So, do jiu-jitsu, or I did do jiu-jitsu with one of the bands, uh, the Daikinis, which is kind of cool, man. Like, as I say, I get like I don't get starstruck when I meet fighters like Shogun Hua, yeah. that kind of stuff. But I like I, I still get kind of like, oh my god. I think I told you this, but the only Scottish band that I really know is Run Rig, right? And it's like uh, everybody sings at the end. Of yeah. that. We sing that at the end of parties. The Run Rig song? Aye. You know what I'm talking about? And then everybody just fucking writes it after it. Um, There's bands like Bell and Sebastian who are are brilliant, man, to make some beautiful music. How many many of the bands in Scotland still sing in, what do you call it, native Scottish? So, like, you can hear, you can hear, you can hear, uh, so Gaelic's kind of, it's not a dead language when you you, you ask uh, about Wales, they still speak Welsh, um, but in Scotland it was outlawed. Um, when they were trying to like fucking Brits, fucking English man. They so if you've got your own language, then you can speak in code. So they outlawed it. So it's only a very few places that schools that still teach kids um, Gaelic. So I had like I was like I'd love to learn Gaelic, and it's like so the word is a, uh, I'm sure it's like cato, and it's like it means sound like a cat. It means dog, and then it's like big. Is small and it's like it's just fucked, fucked up. Like those dudes in Run Rig, they have a couple songs that are in Gaelic. There's there's a band. The first time I heard the songs, I'm like, yo, what? I didn't know they were singing in Gaelic because half of it was in English, then the middle third is like in Gaelic, mm-hmm. and then the last half is in English, and in the middle half it's a slow part. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this fucking guy saying? <laughs> so you're a Run Rig fan, right? I thought, uh, I I I've got like seven or eight other tracks that I, I think kinda, I've made a Run Rig fan before. Yeah, I mean. It's it's I don't know it's not the kind of music I ordinarily listen to at all. So what, what is your band? What's your guy? Dude, uh, dude motherfuckers. Cannibal Corpse, baby. Cannibal yeah, Corpse loves, and Dying Fetus. Like my two Pantera is a big favorite. Weird band. fatality metal. And but like I'm into I'm into like death metal and then on the yeah. rap side like. But a Dying Big Daro, eh? Huh? Dying Big Daro. 
Dime Bag. I'm going yeah. to see Pantera in September. You well, he's dead. You know I, Matt, I, I was going to see him. Like, you're yeah. not going to see. He's you, dead. But you yeah. know, Matt Brown was in the crowd when Dimebag Daryl got shot at that concert. Was he? Are you yeah. aware of that? It was a Damage Plan concert. Matt Brown watched it. He was in the fucking audience for that. Holy fuck, man! That's that. You ever heard him tell that story? No. Go on YouTube. There's a video of him telling about it. Like it's fucking Dude, madness. Do you follow him? He plays uh, he metal play riffs on his Instagram page. Is he a metal guy then? So uh, he's I, a he's a metal guy, but he's also like a rock and roll yeah, guy. Yeah, hard rock. Yeah. See, so the the band I got. The reason I played start, started playing guitar was because he cut Kermit, man. Like I heard that guy play the guitar from a time. From Metallica, I was like, yeah. I, he's all right. This guy's this guy's fucking good. You ever um, heard this song? It's a badass metal song called "Face the Pain" by Stem. Yeah, get get fucked. I've, I've heard you? it. Yeah, Do you like this? Like, fuck no, I don't like that song. <laughs> like, I, see when I hear that, I just no. think I just think how <laughs> guys rotten cap out and fucking. No, no, no. Death metal is very different from new metal. So there's a band. There's a. Uh, I seen them. They were supporting a band, and it was I'm sure it was death metal. It's getting punched in the head for a living. Was this in Brazil? No, it was um, it was in the UK. Um, what the fuck was the band called? But I, I, I do know death metal, like Rammstein and that. No? No, that's not quite the same thing either. Are you any Powerman 5000 and that like fucking little body That's new metal, that's not death metal. Death nah. metal is... Murder Dolls? Who? Murder Dolls? Mother Dogs? Murder? Mortar Dogs? No, uh, they might be, I don't know. Shit dogs, yeah. No. I, don't know. Dogs. I, don't know. I don't know, they might be. But like, you know, Cannibal Corpse is the famous one, but there's a million of them. Um, uh, but the, those are, my, I just saw them in concert in uh, for the second time, and that was, fuck, man. It was mutants that in that audience. That sounds very dark. I mean, they really were fucking evil. mutants in that audience. I mean, oh, garbage pale kids. Let's just be honest about that <laughs> yeah. in that audience. Garbage pale kids. Uh, well, I got to tell you, Paul, it's been great to have you up here. It's been a pleasure. Paul, you could be a star if you cared more about social media. I'm not saying you should because it, it, you know, makes, makes you stupid inside. But, uh, I just want to point out, you and Arnold Allen had your pants cuffed. Is that a UK thing? It's a UK thing. It's, it gets wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want your trousers to get dirty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I know I've got opportunities when I when I leave the sport, but I don't think it's going to be in the world of fighting. I don't. I can't see myself coaching. I don't like people enough. You could just get into acting if you want. You tend to fuck around and fall into things. I know yeah. that. That's pretty much it. Like, who knows? You'll figure it out when who you're ready that? to figure it out. Uh, when do you think you might fight next? Well, as I said, the UFC had get in touch saying when was when would Paul be ready, and it was they were the nose is a little crooked. I can't know. You're gonna just leave it that way? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I left mine. Dude, I talked to uh, we talked to Sean Brady too. He had to get something fixed on the inside so he could breathe, but the doctor was like, just just fucking leave it until you're done. I know, like I could I could get it fixed, but then you're just running the risk. They're gonna break it. Like I can just kind of hope somebody punches me for this side, square that up, man. Take a left hook next. I time, like yeah. like I'll just keep the right hand down. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I so it's well, they had, there was there was rumblings in March of twenty fifth. Okay, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, okay, I would take it. So maybe second quarter of the year. Man, I, I'm ready. I'm re I love training. Like I don't when I say I hate fight camps. Fight camps are hard, but I enjoy training. I enjoy going into the gym. I enjoy being around like minded guys. Like everybody has the same ethos. Like right, we're getting ready. So if the UFC hit me up as soon as as soon as they want, man, I'm I'm ready. I just enjoy fighting. I well, enjoy 
everything about it. Your joy, uh, it shows up. We can see it. We can t- we can detect it, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to have you here. Beautiful. It was great to to sit down with you. Thank you for making hey, time. By the way, by well, the way, thank you, thank you for coming. All no, this it's yeah, it's an incredible amount of travel he undertook to come here. So we don't take that for granted. We really appreciate it. No, it's and, an absolute uh, pleasure. Uh, if you're in New York, we have a studio there. Come see us there. Yeah, man, I will. I'll be over there next week. You'll be like this fucking Scottish fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have invited him. He's in, he's in my house. He just stole my wife off me. There he is. The <laughs> great with longer the, hair. Could he be Gerald Mearshart? Or is that an insult? Nah. Who's out? He's a middleweight. Hamzat knocked him out. Uh, but he's, he's a good fighter. Uh, I'm trying to think. Isn't oh, I know who you're talking about. No. no, no. Who's there? There, there, is a, there is a guy people say I look like. Um, can't remember. Just I'm telling you, man. I've got I was waiting for you to dunk and be like James Bond. Yeah, I thought you'd be like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, exactly. yeah or some shit yeah, like that, yeah. but you didn't do it. All no. right. But he is a Scottish fuck, ladies and gentlemen. No. It's Paul, Paul Craig. Paul Craig. Paul Craig. Craig. There he is. The Bear Jew. <laughs>